Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Catherine Avery, Productivity by Design, where we help busy professionals like you gain the mad skills to be more efficient and productive in your office space so that you can have more time in your life to do the things you want to do. That might mean for some of my clients, they want to do more work. And that's great. Wouldn't it be great if you could spend your time focused on your client work, on getting new clients, on learning more so you could be a more amazing professional? Instead of being caught up in a whole bunch of day-to-day tasks that if you just had the right systems in place, you wouldn't have to do anymore. Yeah, awesome when that happens. So here I am. And today we're talking about lawnmowers, mad skills, and the matrix. How's that for a really different topic? So when we last left off, I was talking about the different personality assessment tools. And I had promised that in my next episode, I would talk about DISC, D-I-S-C. Here's what's going on with DISC. I really want to take it in a way that I have a DISC facilitator or coach or someone professional who knows it. And that particular person like me is on vacation this week. This is the week of July 4th, hence the red, white, and blue. You don't see the red because it's on my slacks. Today is the day after July 4th, which we celebrated here in the US yesterday. So I'm still in my red, white, and blue mode, you know, because I kind of like red, white, and blue. So at any rate, it's a hard week to get together with people. So DISC has not happened yet. And that's all right, because what's happened is I had this opportunity this morning that was kind of unbelievable. And I'm a big believer that when opportunities present themselves, we should take advantage of them. So yay, good juicy stuff for you. So I was out taking my morning gratitude walk, which as many of you know, is something I do every morning. I do some heavy duty exercise outside and I get out of this brain, which goes nonstop all the time because I'm, as Peter Shankman calls it, faster than normal. I don't have ADD. I have EFD, executive functioning disorder. They're pretty similar. So I tend to go, go, go in the brain. And when I take my gratitude walk, I get into my body. I get into nature. I get into the outdoors and out of this nonstop chatter going of brilliant ideas, et cetera. Well, ironically, sometimes what happens is when I'm out there taking this walk, I get these amazing flashes of brilliance. And that's what happened today. So today, what happened was I was walking and I noticed that a truck pulled up with a flatbed behind it. And with that, two gentlemen drove off, one each on a lawnmower. And it was very odd to me because one lawnmower went promptly up into this yard and this other lawnmower started driving down the street. And then it dawned on me what was happening. And so brilliant. 
what is happening was the two neighbors were getting their lawns cut at the same time by the same company. And the company, instead of say, oh, uh, we're going to send out lawnmower guy number one on Tuesday and lawnmower guy on Thursday, they've batched the task. They've got the people working at the same time in the same neighborhood. And it's brilliant because it creates efficiencies in the business, right? So you're saving time, you're saving money, you're saving gas, you're saving all kinds of things. So the lawnmower story to me brought up three things that I think about when I'm thinking about a business and how we look at productivity, efficiencies, time management in your business. So the first one is this, batching. So that means taking like and putting it with like. So in this instance, they were batching a task by having the two lawn mowing gentlemen who worked for the same lawn mowing company working together at the same time on two different lawns which was amazing. So how does this apply to you? You're in your office, most of us, right? We're sitting down all day. We're not exactly out in the fresh air working. Some of us are, but many of us are not. You can batch your tasks. So for example, I don't personally do this, but I know people who will record five or six podcasts in one day. I know folks, and I do this, who will do all their business meetings in one day or two days a week. So that's me. I go out usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I pick two days and I'm out doing all my meetings and I batch them. I do them one after another, after another, where that came out of ironically was when gas went to almost $4 a gallon. And I said, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to go to Stanford today, Norwalk tomorrow, Wilton the next day, et cetera, when they're all in a straight shot row. So I can start my meetings down in Stanford and work my way back up. So I'm frequently in Norwalk on Thursdays. So I book most of my Norwalk slash Wilton meetings on Thursdays. For those of you who don't live in Connecticut, that means nothing. So that is, say, three towns over. And so I make sure that my meetings for that day are town three, two, and one on the way back home. So that, that way I'm you know, making the most efficient use of my time, saving money on gas, right? Similar to the lawn mowing company. So that's actually a great example. Another example is making phone calls. I'll put on my headset and I'll walk around the office and I'll make phone call after phone call after phone call. So I can batch that way. If I'm meeting with clients and I'm meeting with them on Zoom, which is an option, I do virtual consulting for people, productivity consulting. I help them design their offices even virtually. I have a client down in um, Charlotte, North Carolina, where we did an absolutely gorgeous office space for them all via Zoom. It was just incredible. Zoom, Pinterest boards, an amazing way to get things done. Zoom is a great technology. So at any rate, I would batch those meetings so they'd all be one after another and I could have an office day. Another way I batch is on Mondays, it's my strategy day and it's my call day for people like coaching, virtual admin, any of those kinds of calls I have to make. That's Monday. It's sort of a strategy day where I get things done. And we're going to get to that next because that's going to be a part of this when I get to the matrix. So that's batching. I think that gives you an idea, you know. In those in-between times, I'll write letters. So when I say in-between times, that's while I'm waiting for my daughter to be done at school and I'm sitting in that car line. And so I can batch a bunch of those and do three or four letters and get them done and send them out all at once. So you kind of see how this works, right? So that's batching. That's the first lesson. The second lesson, and this is going to be related to the matrix, is delegating. So the person who runs the lawn mowing company 
either was one of the guys on the lawnmower or as a person in an office or was working somewhere else that day, but clearly was delegating a task out that may or may not be that person's strength. So when you're running a business, eventually the day-to-day administrative tasks or whatever tasks, in order for you to focus on what's really important in your business, you're going to have to delegate out some stuff, which is really hard to do when you're a small business owner because you say, I don't want to have someone else do it. I know I did it in corporate America. I always had someone who was an assistant who would help me get my tasks done. And they were very different. I remember being at AIG in the energy division. And my first person who was assisting me was really all about creating promotional items and very definitely wanted to be in charge of all that. And I was like, great, go for it. It's fine with me. She was wonderful with helping with spreadsheets and other data entry that I needed desperately. The next person who was working for me was not into data entry, could have cared less about promotional items, but was phenomenal at dictation. I've never seen someone who had mad dictation skills. It was unbelievable. And so that was a big change for me and a big transition, but it was phenomenal because I could get all of my communication done by her because she was great at dictation. So just think about that as you're looking at your business, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner. What can you delegate out? So let's bring that to point three when I'm looking at a lawn mowing company is there are things we do that are important. There are things we do that are urgent. There are things we do that are not important and things we do that are not urgent. And that brings me to the Eisenhower matrix. So obviously developed by Eisenhower many, many, many years ago, a very effective way to run the government, also a very effective way to run your business. The person who is behind the lawn mowing company clearly knows that by delegating out these tasks, which are urgent, you know, clients want their lawns cut, but maybe not important to him or her who's running the company. They can focus on what's important because they've delegated that out to very competent people who really know how to mow lawns. I mean, they were doing an excellent job very quickly. I was blown away. If you put me on a lawnmower, I'd probably run straight into the street, off the curb, and all kinds of mean, ugly, nasty things because I don't know how to drive a lawnmower. So God bless the people who do. We definitely have people who come here and mow the lawn. They always seem to come and mow just when I'm you know, like 4.30 in the afternoon when I'm kind of winding down and I'm doing a few last quiet things out on the back patio. But that's, I digress. So Eisenhower Matrix, so how does this work? So you have four quadrants and I'm going to try and do the backwards thing for everybody on who are watching on video. If you're listening to the podcast, you won't need the visual at all. You've got quadrant one and your quadrant one is things that are important and simultaneously urgent. And it's, unbelievable how many of these things can come up on any given day. By the way, I forgot to mention Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey is a phenomenal book on this. This is one of the areas that's explained quite well in that book. So back to the matrix. So quadrant one, important and simultaneously urgent. That's things like crises, deadlines you have to meet, any problems that have come up, There are ways you can deal with these. One way is to spend more of your time focusing on the important. So what's a great example of this? You have a deadline for work. You have to get that urgent report out to a client and you haven't gotten it done because you were focused on other urgent items. 
if you can set aside time in your schedule to focus on what's important, so like my Monday strategy day, right? That's at the beginning of the week. I get to plug into what's most important in my business, like putting together notes for an episode on the podcast or getting something set up for a client for a meeting that's, say, Thursday. You want to start taking things out of quadrant one, which is the urgent and the important, and moving them as much as possible, your time into quadrant two. So quadrant two is it's important, but it's not urgent. And these are the items that are really going to shift your business and change your life. Say that three times fast. Shift your business and change your life, okay? The more you can focus your time on what's important, and those are the things like business planning, strategy, building relationships. Now, that could be everything from networking to building an amazing relationship with your child or spouse or parents or business relationships, right? And also recreation. And by recreation, what I really mean here is what the quadrant means in the Eisenhower matrix is hobbies, not surfing the internet. We'll get to that in a minute. So recreation is really about hobbies you do, whether it's sports, my morning gratitude walk, that's really important and it needs to be done because like I already mentioned, it's how I get out of my brain and into my body and have these moments of brilliance that would only come when I'm completely removed from the day-to-day activities in my home office. It's just how it is for me. That that may be for you when you're walking your dog. Um, There was a study done that says that most people come up with their most brilliant ideas while they're in the shower. Well, because the only thing you do when you're in the shower, well, okay, everybody keep it clean. The only thing you can do in the shower really is bathe, right? So you're not able, although some people do it, not really able to be on your phone in the shower. You're not working while you're in the shower. If you are, uh, I don't know how you do it. But that is all about getting in, you know, in touch with your body, bathing while and kind of quieting the brain, right? Kind of an amazing thing. I think that's hilarious. And it was so funny. I'll never forget many, many years ago, I was listening to a radio show when they were talking about this and I was driving. So I couldn't pick up the phone. I don't even think I had a phone. It goes back that far. I don't even think I had a cell phone yet. And I kept saying over and over again, these people keep answering all these different things of where are you most creative? Where do you get your most best ideas? And I'm going like the shower, the shower, come on people. It's the shower. And I have no idea how I knew it other than maybe I just realized a lot of the time I come up with great ideas in the shower. So I also come up with great ideas out walking and that's not the shower. So anyway, let's go back to the quadrants scroll. So quadrant three is what's not important, but is urgent. Now, all of you will know this as interruptions. Somebody comes in and needs you to do something that has nothing to do with your life goals, yet it has to be done. This could be meetings. You know, I'm telling you now, like 90% of your meetings, you just don't need to go to or even have and activities. So let's see, not important, but urgent. Eat a lunch, you know, not the most important thing you're going to do towards meeting your life goals. But you know what? When you're hungry, it's time for lunch. I'm kind of hungry right now. So that's quadrant three. Quadrant four is not important and not urgent. And those are the big time time wasters. Those are the surfing the web, doing trivial activities, 
They might be pleasant and that's great, but let's face it, when you're playing Candy Crush on your phone, you're really not changing the world. And there's nothing wrong with spending some time in quadrant four. There's nothing wrong with you if after a hard day's work, you want to just chill out and play play, uh, Candy Crush and have a glass of wine. Good for you. Uh, Sometimes that's what I want to do. I just want to unplug and turn my mind off. I guess that's not really technically unplugging because it's still technology, but unplug from work, unplug from the office. And and people have a variety of ways of doing these. Sitting in front of the television is another one. I actually love to watch TV. I love that we have the ability to watch TV on our own time frame. Thank you, Netflix and Hulu and a lot of these other amazing things like Amazon. And I don't know if all of you noticed, but I think TV's gotten a lot better. It kind of went through a slump there and I think it's gotten a lot better and interesting. There's some really fascinating shows out there. So there's nothing wrong with any one of these quadrants in and of themselves. There's nothing wrong with quadrant four, enjoying some relaxing activity after a hard day's work. There's nothing wrong with these interruptions, although you really want to try to minimize them. And there are a lot of great skills you can use for that. Everything from putting on headphones to setting a note on your door to closing your door to help minimize interruptions. Another great one is only checking your email twice a day and having set times and then actually having an autoresponder that says, I check my email at 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. And that's when you'll hear from me. You can phrase it even more politely than that. So that's an option too. So to wrap up the fun title of lawn mowers and the mad skills and the matrix, focus on what are your amazing skills. Spend that time in the important, doing what's most important to move your life forward. You really want to spend at least half your time there. You try to delegate stuff out that isn't your strength and you shouldn't be spending time on because it would be much better to be focusing on what's super important. For example, for me, that would be the easing. I write the content or I do the podcast and I translate the content. And then I have my VA, virtual admin, take that content, make it pretty, put it in the e-newsletter mechanism, which I use MailChimp right now. I'm researching HubSpot. I'm not sure, entirely sure if HubSpot's just a CRM. I'm really just at the beginning of research on that. I promise I'll be getting back to you with that as well. As we go through, we're going to be talking about various email, app, website, you name it, apps, all kinds of things you can use to improve your productivity. And finally, batching your tasks, making sure that you don't do something over here, like answer an email, followed by taking a phone call, followed by being interrupted by an employee that takes you and sets you in quadrant one. So we remember we want to try and move out of quadrant one, which is important and urgent into quadrant two, which is important, but not urgent. You're going to do that two ways. One, you're going to start eliminating that quadrant three and quadrant four stuff. And two, you're going to start setting deadlines for yourself so that you can get things done while they're important instead of waiting until they become urgent. I hope that helps you. The Eisenhower matrix is a pretty amazing thing. I can tell you when I researched on my phone for apps around the Eisenhower matrix, I found a whole bunch of them. I don't use that, any of those apps right now. I use Asana. I love Asana. I think it's great. It's a task management system. I bring up apps for one reason. Apps can be another time suck and another time waster. So unless you're really committed to using a particular one, don't just get it. You know, drive yourself nuts. 
it's not worth it. What we want to do here is improve your productivity so you can enjoy your life and have a more effective work day. So I hope this helped you. I will have all kinds more information in the show notes. I am really looking, I think this is episode seven. So I'm really looking to all of you to say, what is it you'd like to learn about under time management and productivity? How can I help you be an even better professional so that you can have an even better work life and an amazing life outside of work? So if you could just drop a comment below, I would love it. This has been so much fun hanging out with you today. I'm wishing you all success and have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.